Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number 800 951 the website at allamericangold.com. And happy Tuesday. Uh, just a lot going on out there. Uh, I saw Joe Biden uh, once again, not really even remembering where he was, who he was, who. <laughs> Couldn't recall the Pentagon, you know, the building. Uh, who is defense secretary was? Did you see that? Uh, I don't know. It's just very, very odd. The whole thing, every time I see stuff like that, I just cringe because uh, we never see him. Not minimal, probably the least amount of press conferences uh, in the modern era, I'll call in the TV area, and there's a reason. I don't have all his faculties there. Um, and and uh, I think the rest of the world is taking notice and getting ready to take advantage of the United States. And, and I think, you know, obviously we saw the Senate now. They passed COVID. The House uh, repassed it again because the Senate made some changes, went back to the House. Uh, I think this bill gets signed here in the next day or two. Uh, by the uh, president who probably doesn't even know what he's doing, right? Oh, yeah, just uh, probably thinks he's coloring inside the lines or something like that. Uh, where's all the money going to come from? How are we going to pay for it all? Uh, all of those things. I don't know. I, I really don't. Today, the bond market behaving. Uh, gold's up $30, $40. Silver's up a dollar. Uh, Wall Street is is reacting uh, positive, positively to the weakening dollar. Uh, and again, I think the the reason for the rally, and, and of course, remember when bond yields rise, that's bad news uh, for people that own bonds. Uh, but the reason for the rally is not uh, because of strength or anything else. It's really because of weakness. When you think about we, we can't absorb what we already have. And how are we going to absorb even more? And, and again, uh, you know, it's funny. You know, I had my buddy Dan in here yesterday, you know, and he was talking about, you know, $1 trillion, $10 trillion, $30 trillion, $100 trillion. Yeah, when it gets to a quadri- quadrillion, uh, then maybe people will start paying attention. Uh, but, but it's really uh, going to create a very interesting dynamic here in 2021, I think, uh, we're going to see, and again, I've been saying it, Phoenix is booming. No doubt about it. Uh, I heard Disneyland's going to open in April, and and it's going to start off small. But, I mean, if you want economic prosperity, just open the states. Uh, all the pork in the in the, the, the in the bill, the union bailouts. You see how many, how much money went to pensions? More money in this bill goes to pensions than actually goes to business owners. I mean, that's that's the size of the pork we're talking. More money in this bill goes to pension and states uh, bailing out of bad pensions. And again, we really can't even call it a bailout. It's more like a band aid. Hey, this will get you by for another year or two. Then goes to the people that lost their jobs because of states shutting down. It, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Uh, 
Uh, we'll talk about uh, what the next step is. And again, this is all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Every last bit of it. There's a reason why the central bank turned into cheerleaders for this ridiculous spending. There's a reason why the Treasury Secretary, uh, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot, also head, former head of the central bank, cheerleaded for this ridiculous spending bill. And what it really tells us about America, we're not strong. We're stifling strength. We're taking away from success and rewarding failure. That never works. That never works. And this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to save things that don't work. And we're willing to cut off, choke, and and really uh, force the what made America great to suffocate under the mountain of debt that we've sent out to reward failure. Because let's face it, where does most of the debt go, really, when you think about it? We're always trying to bail out something, aren't we? We're always trying to prevent this or prevent that, and let's let's bail out this and bail out that, and think about uh, just you know just in the, in the last twenty years, right? We bailed out the banks, <laughs> we bailed out the auto companies, we bailed out the airlines, we bailed out pensions, we bailed out cities, we bailed out states. I mean. Everything's just bail out, bail out, bail out, bail out. And now here we sit and, and and we know. Has it worked? Well, let's find out. Do we have more people moving up or do we have more people moving down? Which do we have? Right? When things work, more people move up. When things don't work, more people move down, and that's exactly what's happened here in the United States. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Hey, we're back. Patriot Radio News Hour. A big shout out uh, to, to Bradley Dean. Uh, for those of you uh, that, that don't know Bradley Dean, Bradley Dean is a talk show host. Uh, he's on uh, our radio station uh, in Colorado 1360. Uh, he's on every night, uh, Monday through Friday, and then he's on. He does a weekend show as well. Uh, he's on uh, eight to nine every evening, Monday through Friday, uh, and we 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 have a really good relationship with Bradley, and uh, we we were talking to him a couple of weeks ago about you know all the censorship and the deplatforming and all of these things. And uh, he's decided to join forces with us at 1360. Uh, he's going to be uh, talking about our CBD products. To, you know, he's on, 
He's on like 130 different stations out there. Uh, really going to step up and try to help us and, and provide an, an outlet uh, for people that want to get the word out and don't have to worry about being censored and deplatformed because you don't want to uh, have open borders because you don't want to uh, kill all the cows and because, uh, you know, you're, you're, you don't want uh, uh, to kill babies and all these other things. And, and so I, I appreciate that. I appreciate all, all of you that have uh, supported us through the uh, 1360 KHNC hitting the shop button and purchasing those CBD products. Uh, and we talked about uh, David Knight. A lot of you, I know a lot of you know that name. Uh, of course, David Knight, who had worked for Alex Jones for years. Uh, we, we've been talking to David Knight uh, he wants to be a part of what we're doing. He wants to do a live show. Uh, this isn't a podcast. This would be a live show uh, exclusively on 1360. Uh, we're working uh, towards that. Uh, David uh, is, uh, you know, working very hard to keep the message out there. And, and again, uh, I liked him better than Alex. I, I thought he, he uh, uh, you know, he... And, and again, I like Alex. Alex is is got his thing and and uh, gets gets all fired up like I do. Maybe gets a little out. You know, Alex likes the color outside the lines, where I think David kind of stays a little more in the lines, if you will. If that's a a good analogy, you know, we just got a lot of great things happening uh, at the radio station, and and we appreciate everyone's support. Uh, Jason wanted me to let you guys know this this Friday. So last Friday, we had movie night uh, at the station, had a great response. Cathay Athens, can't say enough great things about Carrie and Cathay Athens there in Loveland, uh, really stepping up and catered the event. Uh, this week, we're going to have Steve Stars. Remember, uh, Steve Stars did the open forum uh, for us for well over a year. Uh, and it was so funny when I first met Steve. You know, and he's such a such a gracious, gracious man. He really is truly uh, just one of the nicest, most genuine pe- person you could ever meet. Uh, was so helpful to us uh, when we were uh, taking over the radio station, and and you know. We didn't know anything about radio. I mean, I talked on the radio. That was about it. That was our experience. You know, I, I, I talked on the radio. Uh, when I brought Jason and Brian on board, they talked on the radio. Uh, running a radio station is a totally different thing. And Steve uh, really stepped up. And he had said from the beginning, hey, you know, I'm going to help you out. You know, it's temporary. Temporary. And he really did a lot for us. And then uh, as... As things played out, it was just time for Steve uh, to do some other things, but he's still a huge supporter of the station. He'll be speaking this Friday, again, this event, 5 to 9 p.m. again uh, at the radio station uh, to South Parish there in Johnstown uh, in Rick Rodriguez. And I know Rick, a wildly popular, <laughs> he's so popular uh, he does the Thursday open forum, uh, and then he does his uh, olive tree and lamp stamp ministry on Sunday. 
Uh, he also, Rick, actually runs our boards for us on the weekend, so Jason and Brian can get a day off. Uh, he He's going to be speaking at the event, and I believe this week, Subway in Johnstown is going to be providing all of the food. And again, they're doing this out of the, just like Cathay Athens, out of their own pocket. They're not charging us a cent. Make sure you get into the subway there in Johnstown. It's 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 uh, uh, same same side of the street as the radio station. We're on one corner. The subway's kind of like on the other corner, uh, on the other end of the block. So they're on the same block, just down the street. Uh, make sure you let the guys know. Uh, Thirteen sixty sent you in there and thank them uh, for providing all the eats for everybody uh, at the event this Friday in in Johnstown from 5 to 9 p.m. Steve Stars and Rick Rodriguez. I, I would venture to say uh, two of our most popular open forum hosts we've ever had are both going to be there. Uh, get out there, meet those guys, and, and support the station. Obviously, like we said, we have all the CBD products there. Uh, you want gold or silver, we can handle that for you as well. Uh, and it should be a lot of fun. And then the following week, right, we've got the, the Eat Beef event in Wellington. And uh, I may be, I don't, I'm penciling myself in. I'll know, I'll have more details probably by tomorrow. So I may be, I may be uh, attending the Eat Beef event, mostly because, hey, I like to eat beef. And uh, I just love that everybody's uh, standing up here. And again, once again, government trying to overreach. Uh, it, it's happening everywhere. You know, you look at this this disaster uh, of, I don't know what else to call it. It's just nothing more than rewarding failure again. And this is why so many people are buying gold, because they get it. You can't just spend into oblivion. You can't. And throwing good money after bad doesn't make very much sense, does it? Uh, Doing the same thing over and over and over again and getting the same results, that's not a surprise. And now our commander-in-chief, this is the weakest commander-in-chief since probably Jimmy Carter. I mean, that's, that's what comes to mind. Uh, when I see Joe Biden, except Jimmy Carter still had his faculties. Uh, this guy, he, he doesn't. And and I think the rest of the world is, is taking notice and, and we're seeing all these strange things happening in the bond markets and everyone's kind of like getting a little worried because uh, Jay Powell doesn't seem to be uh, wanting to admit what's happening, and 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 again, I said it last week. How can he? What's he going to say? What do you? What do we expect him to really say? Oh, hey guys, uh, you know what? We created all this money out of thin air, and it's it's finally going to bite us in the ass. You know, all the textbooks that's ever been written uh, outside of the last ten years. Yeah, they're right. They're right. Think about how strong of a country we used to be. Just think about it for a minute. Even during the Great Depression, 
which, let's face it, was was created by bakers. Right? And, and uh, the third central bank of the United States came into existence in 1913, and within 20 years, we had a crisis. And we get them all the time now, right? We... We're so used to it. You, you hear everybody, everybody knows we've got a stock bubble. Everybody. I don't need to tell anybody. They know. Everyone knows the bond market is, right. well, there's a reason why all the central banks, and I mean all of them outside of China, is buying up their own debt. Why would you buy your own debt? What would be the reason? Have you ever thought about that what would be the reason to manipulate that's one reason right make rates artificially lower that's a reason because here's the big reason though not enough people willing to buy it so you've got to do it anyway. Because let me tell you right now, if the U.S., if we were paying 7 8% on a 10-year note, there'd be plenty of buyers. There would be. See, but this is not what they want. Why do they have rates so low? Why have they been so low for so long? Because really, when you think about it, we've been at zero for the better part of 15 years. We had a, what, about a, a year and a half of non-zero, right? <laughs> right? Remember, a real brief, real, real brief. It's because they don't want you to save your money. Isn't that kind of the opposite of what they've always told us? Right? No, you need to, you know, 401Ks. IRAs, buying uh, a CD. Who buys a CD anymore? Those are great investments. Loaning your money to our country and getting paid interest for doing it. Remember when banks used to give you something for opening an account? Remember when uh, just having your money in the bank on a monthly basis used to make you a few dollars? And if you were fortunate enough and and you uh, had, you know, $10,000 or maybe more in a savings account, I mean, you could make some decent money every month. And, and it made sense, right? It made sense because you were essentially, not essentially, you were. You are giving up your ownership of your money when you put it in the bank, period. I mean, that's been banking law for almost 300 years before we were even a country. And, and think about it this way, for, for those of you that struggle with that concept that it's not your money. Do you think legally a bank could loan money out that wasn't theirs? And the answer is no. You only can loan out what's yours. 
And so when you put that money in the bank, the bank owns the money. You're an unsecured creditor. We all are. And I'm not saying, hey, don't have money in the bank. Got to have money in the bank. Got to pay your bills. I always say be diversified. Right? 401Ks, IRAs, all those things, they're fine. But it can't be your only thing. And and really, you know, 401Ks really, they, they vary. Some are good, some are bad. You know, you, it, it just depends. Uh, if a company's doing any kind of a match for, you know, whatever amount, hey, we match the first 2 3%. Uh, maybe we give for every dollar we give you twenty five cents or something like that. Take advantage of that. If you you work for a company that's got a really strong union, you probably should have one. And what? Why do I say that? <laughs> they offer buyouts all the time, and how they buy you out? They don't give you the money. They they stick it in your four hundred one k, and they put all kinds of restrictions on it. But neither here nor there. Where are we heading? Why is why are they all on board and cheerleading and rewarding bailouts and failure? I'm going to tell you why when we get back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two golds up like thirty five forty bucks here uh, seventeen fifteen uh, silver's up almost a dollar here uh, twenty six dollars on silver this morning as the ten year note. Has fallen back to one five three, and uh, the dollar is down today. But you think about what's really happening. What's really happening? Come on, nobody out there believes we needed two more trillion dollars of spending. Open up. That's the answer. Get back to work. Period. And all the states that are open. You know, you look at Arizona, you look at Texas, you look at Florida. I mean, they're booming. Because we've already spent so much money. I mean, could you imagine GDP of 4 or 5%? That's very possible this year. But we're going to have a debt of 4 5 $6 trillion? And now you have... The central bank and the treasury department saying, "Oh yes, we got, we're we're desperate for this money." They didn't even see inflation, and now, well, okay, we got to admit that it's here, but it's only temporary. Which they're probably right. Probably is only temporary, but temporary could mean what? A year, two years, five years. 10 years. Remember when they brought rates to zero? They told us that was only temporary. Remember when the bank started to choke on uh, the auctions back in 2019 and said, hey, we don't have enough money to pay, you know, for everyone's mortgages and car payments and insurance payments and whatnot because uh, we bought all this debt because you forced us to? Right? Remember all that? Of course not. It's fine. It's wonderful. What's the goal? What's the end game here? What are they looking to achieve? And it's very, 
really, when you think about it, it's almost simplistic. I think that's what makes it so brilliant because they make it sound so complicated. I've been telling you for years now, digital currency is coming. Go back, you know, in 2015, 2016, I was telling you, hey, by 2030, the dollar's done. Right? The dollar's done. And now I'm thinking, eh, I probably underestimated, I probably missed. Right? Now I'm thinking, eh, maybe 2025. And we're going digital. And I think most people out there agree, yeah, that's pro- okay, yeah, he's right. Remember, we didn't know for years, right? Remember we talked like Amero, like when I first started, the Amero was the big thing. That we are going to join forces with Canada and Mexico and and battle with Europe and whatnot. And and then it didn't take long because that remember the debt was only four or five trillion then. And Mexico and Canada, they're not that big. The debt's twenty well, they, they own up to twenty eight trillion now. Soon to be thirty. Right? Plus, you know, the central bank, they've got eight. I'm running out of fingers and toes. That's not big enough. And they're driving us to this. And believe me, when it crashes, and I don't know, I don't think it's going to be this year. I think Sidemark's going to have another good year. And I've been saying, Gold and Silver are are just, they're going to have a good year too. They're fine. Believe me. This is nothing more than paper window dressing. The amount of people buying gold and silver, it's off the charts. We've shattered every record sales-wise in the last 60 days and then uh, we've done in 25 years. It's been incredible. But where are these guys going with this digital currency? Why do they want it so badly? Now they're just openly talking nonsense. Oh, well, you know, we MMT, we can just print money forever. I mean, if that was the case, right, you know, quit messing around. Just send everybody, you know, everyone's going to get another $1,400, right? Well, just do that every month if that was the case. We know it's not. That's, that's idiotic. It creates bubbles. And think about, we've been moving forward. Purchases, right? Part of why you lower rates is to get people to buy stuff sooner. Well, we've been doing this for like, I don't know, what are we talking about now? 15 years? 16 years? When the sooner doesn't happen, then we'll have the crash. The first thing they want, they want to get rid of privacy. They don't like that. They don't like you having cash in your safe at home. They hate that. You know, think about it. If every person had, you know, and, and I know that a lot of people, they can't, but if they had five or $10,000 of cash in their safe at home, how detrimental that would be. They want you to spend every cent yet in a perfect world for the central bank. You have just enough money to pay your bills and nothing else. 
that would be perfect. That's nirvana for them. And really for them, well, maybe just enough that you don't quite have enough. Right? Got to go a couple hundred dollars in debt on the credit card, you know, every month. That That's probably even better for them, right? That's probably true nirvana for them. But they want to control it all. See, they don't believe in free enterprise. They don't believe in capitalism. The bankers believe that if they get to control everything, right, that's the solution. And the reality is it's the exact opposite. But think about this. Controlling almost all transactions in a currency, having all the information on how deposits and savings are kept. Remember my example about having money in your vault at home? No, you can't do that anymore. I, mean, I don't know. What, what are they going to do with all the change? That's what I always wondered. Right? Are we all going to be forced to go to the Coinstar machines at the supermarket and get whacked 10 12%? The gradual implementation of a central bank currency would involve important risk. It would provide central banks with the ultimate power. Talk about that next. 800-951-0592. I hope you're smart enough to keep adding to your portfolios for those of you that haven't bought gold and silver yet. Notice how I said yet, because you're gonna. I hope you do it soon. You got a gift in this paper pullback here. But, uh, you know, obviously today, right, gold's up 40. Uh, there's going to be date this. And this is this going to be commonplace now. Because they're leading us down a path, I think it's clear. They've broken us. They've put us in this situation where never before had the United States been a a debtor nation. You know, think about all the way to up until we closed the gold window in nineteen seventy one. We only had $400 billion of debt. That was the whole debt of the entire country, $400 billion. And over half of that was debt left over from World War II, about $250 billion of it. So we were a very strong, prosperous country. And during that whole time frame, People moved up. The middle class kept growing. You always were living better than your parents. Right? That was the goal. That was what made America great. That was the secret sauce. Live better than my parents and my grandparents. Until now. What's changed? Well, the central bank has created... $28 $28 trillion of debt. Really, that's a lie, right? It's closer to $40 trillion worth of debt. We went almost 200 years 
and only had $400 billion. And in 50 years, we've added pretty much $40 trillion. That's what's changed. And now, for the first time ever, we are not going to live better than our parents and grandparents. I mean, think about it now. Uh, I don't know anybody who buys a house, a younger person who buys a house, and, and I just don't know them, that hasn't had to have help from mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. That's just one example. But think about the power the banks want. A digital currency allows them to do whatever they like with the money supply. See, the old tools don't work because they were a fallacy. Oh, we can lower and raise interest rates to control the economy. We found out that was a lie. <laughs> interest rates have been zero for so long. And where's the big, you know, where's the big heat up? It's gone. Don't be a fool. You know I'm right. It's gone. We don't have any GDP growth. If we don't spend three, four, five trillion dollars, there's no GDP growth at all. The central bank would be able to create the ultimate power because money creation is never neutral. They're always rewarding people, mostly failure. It disproportionately benefits the first recipients of the new money created, which is really the government, right, spending beyond its means, hurting massively the last recipients, savers and real wages. Why does the minimum wage, why do they, why do they want it to be $15 an hour? And, of course, if you actually listen to them, nobody that works full-time should live in poverty. Well, then you need to pay a whole lot more than 15 bucks. A digital currency would not op- uh, open the floodgate for much higher money supply growth. They'll just create clickety-clack, boom, and they can put it wherever they need to. Destroy all the mechanisms that prevent new money from being absorbed entirely by political spending and eroding the purchasing power of salaries. Listen, this is what they want. Remember what I told you, their ultimate goal. If they can have a wish, everyone makes just enough to pay their bills and really... Just under that. Got to use that credit card every month. It would eliminate all controls on government spending. You know, we talk about privacy, right? I, I think the digital currency, by the way, that's when uh, that, that that's it for guns with the digital currency. That's just my opinion. Sooner or later, they'll just, you know, you can't buy them. And it'll create a huge black market. And the black market, it won't be with cash, right? It'll be with gold and silver. There's no doubt in my mind. You know, when you when you think about the power we're talking about, 
Think about this. Think about this. If governments are given a tool that allows them to spend, and they want to take control of the economy, do you really believe they're not going to use it? I think that's a great question. I didn't think of it. But do you really think they're not going to use it? And uh, that was uh, Daniel, uh, if I pronounce his name right here, Lacalle. He's the one that was writing uh, that question. If given the tool to spend even more money and control the economy, do you really think they're not going to use it? Brilliant. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Gold's up almost 40 bucks here, 1,718. Silver uh, up just under a dollar at $26. It's scary, but this this is what's going to happen. Control and power and the ability uh, to print more money. And I wish it would be different, but I don't think it will be. I think we're going to have to get the digital currency before we realize that the bankers need to be ridden out of town. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, keep putting that gold and silver away the Barrick CEO was out there talking about gold prices, and, and, and he was like, you know, and these guys, they, they know these markets so well. And he just went right back to 2008. And he said, yeah, we've seen this play out so many times. They think they fixed it. They think somehow that they they can print all this money out of thin air and all these other things aren't going to happen. And no, they don't see any bubbles and all this stuff. And then you realize, you know, six months later, nine months later, there's all kinds of problems. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see here. Uh, we're going to have much, much higher gold and silver prices. Uh, right now, U.S. $20 gold pieces uh, one through nine, two thousand seventy-five, ten or more at two thousand fifty, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two on the silver side. It's going to be the last day today's the last. Assuming gold, silver stays twenty-six dollars or goes even higher tomorrow, uh, rolls a half dollars at two hundred. And fifty-five dollars a roll, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. If you're brand new, you've never ordered gold before. You're all nervous, and and you're like, oh, I don't know anything. I'm going to call, and and I'm going to sound stupid, and all. No, there are no dumb questions when buying gold and silver. And the easiest thing to do is just call up Brittany and Arlene. Are the nicest. They're probably the nicest women in gold. Uh, and just tell them, hey, I want the special. It's all you need to say to them. They'll be like, great. How many gold pieces would you like? How many rolls of half dollars would you like? That's it. There's no bait and switch. There's no pitching you some other product that I didn't run on. The, if I had something better, I'd run that instead. 
Buy the items that are on sale. Just that simple. Why? It's the best things I got. Period. 800 951 uh, Personal check, bank wire. If you want to come into one of the offices uh, in Phoenix or Denver or in Colorado up there, uh, you can pay cash if you'd like. If you want to use your credit card, we take all four. Visa, MasterCard, Discover, Amex. We do charge 2% for credit cards, just so you know. Uh, and of course, they because they hit me at three percent. I don't. I, one of these, <laughs> I'll be a better business owner soon. I really should be charging you three. But uh, anyway, think about that question. Do you really think they're not going to jump at grabbing that power? I think this is what all this spending is really all about: breaking the system so they can get even more power. Just like how they got into power. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. I'll be back tomorrow.